to another edition of Daily in the Word. Today we'll be in John chapter 6. We'll be looking at verses 41 through 71, finishing the chapter. This is the continuing discussion that Jesus is having with those who had followed him after he had fed the 5,000 and after he had walked on water. And now he is talking about how he is the bread of life and that if they will partake of him, they would have eternal life. And so we begin reading today in verse 41. At this the Jews there began to grumble about him, because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They said, Is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How can he say now, I came down from heaven? Stop grumbling among yourselves, Jesus answered. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws them, and I will raise them up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, they will all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard the Father and learned from him comes to me. No one has seen the Father except the one who is from God. Only he has seen the Father. Very truly I tell you, the one who believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, yet they died. But here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which anyone may eat and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Then the Jews began to argue sharply among themselves, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you will have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise them up that last day. For my flesh is real food, and my blood is real drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in them. Just as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so the one who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Your ancestors ate manna and died, but whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. He said this while teaching in the synagogue at Capernaum. On hearing it, many of his disciples said, This is a hard teaching. Who can accept it? Aware that his disciples were grumbling about this, Jesus said to them, Does this offend you? Then what if you see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? The Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the Spirit and life. Yet there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus had known from the beginning which of them did not believe and who would betray him. He went on to say, this is why I told you that no one can come to me unless the Father has enabled them. From this time, many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. You do not want to leave too, do you? Jesus asked the twelve. Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. Then Jesus replied, have I not chosen you, the twelve? Yet one of you is a devil. He meant Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, 
who, though one of the twelve, was later to betray him. This is a passage of scripture that is difficult for some people to read and for some people to understand, come to terms with. The idea of us eating the flesh and the blood of Jesus is admittedly somewhat odd. And yet Jesus is using these expressions simply as a metaphor. There is no connection to the communion narrative. Communion wasn't to be instituted yet for another year at the following Passover. This is simply Jesus using these metaphors as a way for us to demonstrate our acceptance of him as Lord and Savior by eating his flesh, by drinking his blood, the blood being a representation of life. The Old Testament taught us that blood was the life force in creation. And so eating his flesh, drinking his blood, these were just simply metaphors to express what it meant to accept by faith Jesus Christ and his message and his offer of salvation. If we would believe in him who sent Jesus, if we would believe in the Father and accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that would mean that we are partaking of his flesh and his blood. It's not some odd vampire kind of thing. Some people would read this and go into that kind of a stretch of application, and it's nothing like that whatsoever. And so the Jews here are arguing amongst themselves, they're murmuring, they're grumbling, verse 43 said, which is what they were doing in the wilderness when Moses fed them with manna. They ate the manna, they still died. They still never made it out of the wilderness because of their unbelief. Jesus here says, very truly, I tell you, and he uses that phrase four times in our section today, very truly, I tell you. These are important words. The one who believes has eternal life. Very simple statement, very easy to understand. The one who believes simply has eternal life. Again, present tense. I am the bread of life. If you eat this bread of life, it's you accepting, you believing that Jesus Christ is indeed the Messiah, is indeed the Son of God. So they're arguing with him, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? They don't understand. They don't get the concept. Verse 53, again, Jesus says, very truly, I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, You have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. Again, these are just metaphors for what it means to believe and to accept this gift of eternal life that is provided by Jesus. And he's going to raise us up on that last day, the promise of the resurrection. We see in verse 56 now, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains abides in me and I in them. This is another familiar phrase that comes from the Apostle John. He's really going to dig into that in chapter 15. But the idea that when we accept Jesus as Savior, we abide, we remain in him and he in us. He takes up residence within us. 
And again, he talks about their ancestors eating manna and dying in verse 58. But whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. It was basically the same offer he was making the woman at the well in Samaria. And here he is teaching in the synagogue at Capernaum. So now on hearing this, verse 60, many of his disciples, this is the expanded group around Jesus beyond the twelve. And they're saying, this is a hard teaching. Who can accept it? They don't understand. Does this offend you, he said? Then what if you see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before, as in heaven? The Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. Guys, this is not about the flesh. It's about the Spirit. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the Spirit, and they are full of life. Yet there are some of you who still do not believe. Jesus knows our hearts, and he knew the one who was to betray him. And yet he included him among the twelve. And he went on to say, this is why I told you that no one can come to me unless the Father has enabled them. Now verse 66 says that from this time on, many of his disciples began to turn away and no longer follow him. They don't understand his teaching. They don't understand what he's trying to promote here. And so he turns to the twelve and he asks them, hey guys, you guys want to leave too? Simon Peter gives him the best answer, and it's whenever you're going through a difficult time, whenever you have something that you can't explain, God, why are you doing this to me? Why are you allowing this to happen? Peter's answer here is perfect. Lord, to whom shall we go? Where else are we going to go? You have the words of eternal life. And we have come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. There are many things about this life that you and I, we won't be able to understand. We won't be able to understand some of the difficulties that we have had to face, the hard times, the times where we lost people that we love, the times where we lost a job or went through an illness. What else are we going to do? Jesus is the one who has the words of eternal life. And we have come to believe, and we know that he is the Holy One of God. Then Jesus replied, Have I not chosen you, the twelve? Yet one of you is a devil. Oh, that phrase, that ominous phrase that Judas was going to betray Jesus. John gives us these little glimpses of this. They didn't know at the time. They had no clue. So in verse 71, John inserts that little piece of commentary to tell us that what Jesus was speaking of was Judas. He was the one who was later to betray Jesus. Lord, we thank you for this passage of Scripture today. We thank you that you are the bread of life. And that if we would simply partake of you, that we would believe in you, trust in you as our only hope of eternal life, as you have been sent from the Father to come and to teach us and to take our place, to die for our sin, to sacrifice yourself, willingly go to the cross and die 
so that we can know eternal life, so that we can be brought into your family, so that our sins may be forgiven. Oh, Lord, we thank you. And we know that we have eternal life through you. You have given us this promise. These are your words. How terrible would it be for us to doubt you or to think that somehow this is wrong. But you speak truth. And we thank you for how solid and how confirmed your truth is in our lives. May it resonate in our hearts that our relationship with you is secure. You have secured it through what you have done, nothing that I have done or any one of us has done, but simply because of what you have done on our behalf. All we need to do is believe, and you made that very clear. Thank you, Lord, for the clarity of your word, that we can simply read it, understand it, and accept it. And you are the one, because of your great love for us, you came and you died and you rose again from the dead. Thank you for teaching us spiritual truth that we can know and it be settled. And we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Next time on Daily in the Word, we're going to be starting in chapter 7. About a six-month time period has passed. Jesus will be making his way back to Jerusalem, back to the place of danger for him, as those Jewish leaders in Jerusalem seek to find him and to kill him. And so we see those events unfold beginning next time here on Daily in the Word. Thank you for joining us. And we hope you have a great day.